I'm Deepa Masuria, and you're listening to Thousand Miles, the podcast series documenting my journey as an entrepreneur. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Thousand Miles is an honest and transparent origin story of my business right from infancy. I don't know how the story will end, but I am grateful that you're joining me in my journey. You're listening to episode four. If this is the first time you're hearing this, it's best you start with episode one and work your way through. But just to recap, previously on Thousand Miles, Sean pitches me a business idea. So to me, like, I believe that there's a massive market for beauty, or don't call it beauty, call it men's confidence or whatever you want to call it. After a 20 minute digression about why Sean believes this is a great business idea, he finally synthesizes it for me. That, that, that's it. So it's like a healthcare company for men that's actually finally marketed to men, and maybe it's marketed to guys like me. I do think the idea is good, but what I hadn't anticipated was my involvement in the business. You're the CEO. I'm saying you're, I've already, I came to you before this conversation, you were nothing. You weren't CEO, now you're CEO of this new company. I don't think we're gonna sell anything for the holidays. I think it's too late. In the fall of 2020, Sean and I had discussed testing the market before actually investing in the product. The idea stemmed from the book Lean Startup by Eric Ries. The book came out about a decade ago, so I'm going off of memory. But the key takeaway I remember is that writing a business plan before starting a business wastes time and energy and doesn't validate your idea. Instead, a better way to start a business is to create a minimum viable product to test the idea. A minimum viable product, or MVP, doesn't necessarily have to be a product. It has to be something that doesn't take up much time or effort for you to test your idea. Once you have your MVP, test it in the market, tweak as necessary based on the feedback you get, and test again. The idea is that by constantly iterating your MVP, you'll move closer to what your customers want. Or, at the very least, It'll tell you whether you need to pivot because your idea isn't working. Sean was supposed to create an e-commerce website with an image of our product, Beardfix. We discussed running some ads to see if anyone might attempt to buy the product, but declined the purchase as if we ran out of stock. This way, we'd be able to see if people would even want the product. This was our MVP. Did it happen? No. Why? Because Sean has been going back and forth between different e-commerce platforms, and I have no idea what he's been up to. Um, so over the last couple of days, I've just been reformatting the website so that we integrate with fast.co, so that it's like a really fast checkout. And What's fast.co? Fast.co is like a one-click sort of button where all the information is already inputted. There's no checkout. There's no nothing. It's just like a fast. I mean, it's just... It's a one-click process. So they integrate with BigCommerce. So we have a Shopify site. We have a Squarespace site. We've tried for Shopify. I honestly think that BigCommerce at, in the moment right now, just to facilitate a very easy, seamless process. Just, what, what are we using? We're what are we using? BigCommerce. What's, what's BigCommerce? BigCommerce is like an e-commerce platform. It's like Shopify. Oh, like that's the name. Yeah. To give you some perspective, Sean started by making a Shopify site. Then he decided to use Squarespace, two e-commerce sites I've heard of and are widely known. I've 
never heard of Big Commerce. I didn't know that. I thought no, I actually didn't know that. I thought you were just saying it's like a I it's think like a we've thing. About no, this no, 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 like... no, 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 no. Because you said Big Commerce, but I thought you meant that Big Commerce was like a term for Shopify and like no. all these like sites that facilitate no, e-commerce. No, Big Commerce is an e-commerce platform. So that's an actual fast... company. Yeah, it's, it's literally the biggest. <laughs> you're like trying to get into e-commerce space. You have no idea what Big Commerce is. Big Commerce is like the biggest, is the second biggest e-commerce platform on the planet. If it's the second biggest, then how come I've never heard of it? Because Fast doesn't, you've never, well. You, I've never heard of Big Commerce. If you've never heard of Big Commerce, then you have a lot of readings to do. Big, big, big commerce, you don't know what Big Commerce, you're in the e-commerce space, you don't have Big Commerce. Big Commerce is a, literally the second biggest uh, e-commerce platform on the planet. Why are you and being mean to me? I'm not being mean, babes. He was definitely being mean. You're saying, you're, you're telling me, I don't know what it is. I'm just no, saying, I actually didn't know what it was. I know. Okay, so it's okay. Don't worry. So we're, we're integrating fast with Big Commerce. And I think it's going to just facilitate a seamless transactional process. So I basically just got somebody off Upwork to just say, just give me a template. I bought a template. It's called Alaska off Envato. So is it done? Because I went onto the website today. Yeah. So is it done? No, that's Squarespace. It's it, it, it's done on Squarespace, but I'm recreating it on BigCommerce right now. So just to see. So what we're going to do in wait, sorry. In 2 I'm days. Con- wait, sorry, I'm confused. So right now the website as it as it sits right now is on Squarespace. But I'm creating an alternative site on BigCommerce as we speak right now, and we are going to test simultaneously what is a better user experience is it essentially uh, sean is telling me he is trying to do an a b test um, one with big commerce and one with squarespace Squarespace. a b testing is basically an experiment you do with two websites with the same information just laid out differently when people come to your different websites you'll get to see which site performs better usually the one with the better user experience will have better conversions or sales but you need real people to go onto your sites to test it out So while Sean has been working on all these websites, I went ahead and got some product. Not a lot, but enough to get started. I had no idea if and when Sean was going to have the website done. And with time ticking, my hope was to launch in November and sell Beard Fix as a Christmas stocking stuffer. No, my question is, like, is your plan to try and sell something? Because it's December 1st, that means this will be done by the 4th? And what's the point of trying to sell if we can't even get it to the end user in time for Christmas if we're promoting it like you should buy this as a stocking stuff? Well, we we could do we could do it we could do it somewhere. We don't have to do it in the U.S. We could do it in Canada. I don't think we can do it in the U.S. Yeah, so we could do it in Canada somewhere close, and we could try. I mean, we could just try and test and see, right? I'm feeling super frustrated. Sean wanted me to be CEO and run this thing, but he's not actually talking to me about a fundamental part of an e-commerce business. The website. I guess what I don't understand is it's December 1st and in September is when we were like doing all this stuff and you hired Madeline and 
and then we were doing what Shopify, and then you switched to Squarespace, and now we're switching. Like I just, I just don't understand why it's taking so long. Cause I I thought the whole point was we were just gonna test, and it's like three months later, and three different websites, and yet nobody knows about any of them. Like I just I just don't understand what's going on. Well, we never had a product to test, right? We never had a product in our hands. So to create content without a product is kind of tough, right? We did have some assets that we created before, but it's kind of tough not to 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 sell product without anything in your hand, right? No, but the the test was not to sell the product. The test was to see if there's demand. After the first few conversations with Sean about our MVP a few months ago, I had a revelation that I didn't want our company to be known for one product. Instead, I wanted us to build a brand, which would allow us to eventually sell whatever we felt was best for our customer. Building a brand is a long-term play. It's hard. It takes a lot of consistent effort to set the tone of who we are and what we believe. It requires a lot of content, not advertisements. And that's what I thought we had agreed to do. Right? That's, that's what our initial conversation was about. Let's set something up. Let's run some ads. Let's see if somebody actually would buy this. Yeah. And that was in September. And then, like, you keep saying, we don't have the product, we don't have the product. But that, that, that's not what we discussed to do. No, we, no, we did discuss to do that. We did discuss to do the test. Um, and it never happened. Well, that, that's what I don't understand. I it's just, three months later and I feel like we've done nothing. And maybe we have accomplished stuff. I just, I don't know it because I don't see anything. Yeah, so, so. And, def- the, and nothing based on our conversation has happened. So I, I guess I'm just, I don't know. Well, once we, once things go, it's nonstop. It's unstoppable. It's like the momentum just starts, right? So you're right, like it hasn't started and we could easily just do it. Like we could literally do it now. We have the all everything, the assets. It's just like it's putting the start button and saying, let's go. Because at, at, once we start, everything has to be in motion. It can't stop. It, it, you know what I mean? So, yeah, there, there has been a delay in it because it's like, number one, how how are we going to create content without a product, right? With nothing in store. It's great that we have something that we can show and we can we can build some content around. Because you can't just start and just let it languish, right? You need a we need momentum. Yeah, but we had a conversation about how it wasn't we weren't going to start with a product. We weren't going to be a company with a product. We were going to be a brand. Yeah. So if we're going to be a brand, you don't need the product first. You need to make the brand. Yeah. So I agree. So that's what we need to do over the next. This We need to start. We just need to start doing that. Wait, did he just agree that we don't need the product to start shooting content? All this being said, as of tomorrow, largely, I have a number of, I just have a number of events next week and the week after. After that, it's like. It's we're Christmas. On. <laughs> no, no, we're on. No, we're on. We're on. We're gonna. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. I need help, obviously. Well, I got the product, didn't I? You got the product. Yeah. It's like ready. 
Yeah, the it's product, ready to go. Yeah, the product is ready. And uh, it's, it, it, it looks great. And, and I'm excited about it. What is the product? We're calling it Beard Fix. We made it because, quite frankly, Sean needs it. As men get older, gray hairs start popping up. But it's not always on top of their head. At first, I noticed Sean was getting some white strands in his beard. One strand, then two. And then after having our first kid, it was like Sean had a burst of white strands congregating at his chin. It was really distracting. I know most guys wouldn't do anything, or might pluck them out. But when you're in the in-betweeny phase where dyeing your beard isn't necessary, that's where Beard Fix comes in. It's a colored water-resistant gel that you can apply to white strands, masking the white strands for the day. Basically, it's a quick, temporary way to make your beard look uniform and take some years off your look. And I've been using the product and it's been great. If anything goes bad, I mean, at least the 100 products are for me. <laughs> so it's, uh, I mean, part of the problem is that, yeah, there's a lack of communication on both ends. I have no idea what you're doing all day and you have no idea what I'm doing. Well, you sort of know what I'm doing because you can see it on social media or what I'm doing. But I have no idea what you're doing either. He's not wrong. We've both been bad at communicating what we're doing. Although businesses have so many different facets, like marketing, finance, product development, Sean and I have very different roles. So it's hard to remember that this is all one business, and everything impacts everything else. I'm a super organized person, but I feel like we haven't been organized at all. Our communication is off. We don't remember what we're committed to accomplishing each week. So before our following weekly meeting, I created a rolling meeting minutes document so that Sean and I have access to in our Dropbox. What I do in here is obviously we need to take meeting notes so that we remember what we've been saying because we haven't been doing that. And then at the very top... Um, it's designed to track the issues we want to discuss at that week's meeting, the outcome or task we need to tackle, as well as any updates from the task we agreed to tackle from the week before. Um, this isn't perfect, but I think at least it gives us a better framework because right now all we're doing is, like, you just start talking about stuff, right? But you have no consideration for what I want to talk about. Okay. You just, like, jump into stuff, which I don't think is appropriate. Hey, relax. You're, you're, you're being rude right now, like... I'm not being rude. I'm just telling you, no, like, yeah, this know, is a problem and we need to fix it. Okay, I got it. Right. Okay, I'll admit I was being rude. Sean and I aren't rude people, especially in a workplace setting, but our workplace is now our home and the team is us. We were childhood friends for a long time before actually getting married. So I'll be honest, it's hard to be tactful with the one person who knows you so well and who also knows how to push your buttons. We obviously both have our moments, and we're working on it. Some days are easier than others. A few weeks later, Sean felt like we could do even more to help our communication for the business. I think we should have a daily stand-up. Even if Is this like a weekday Yeah, the only problem is on Mondays I have a, a call at eight. No, 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 this is a everyday weekday. Saturday, Sunday? Saturday, Sunday. Not Saturday, Sunday. We didn't do anything on Saturday, Sunday. So. Well, that's what I just asked you. What... No, is that every night meeting? Every night Weekday. Meeting, weekday meeting. Just to say what's happening, what's going on, what was the progress. That's it. Every day. 
Okay. And it has to be stand. It has to be uh, put it in the calendar. So it has to be at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Now yes. you're pushing it. No, because Michael Sabat, she obviously Maya has to be in bed by. The one nice thing about so, having your spouse as your business partner know, is that there's no set nine to five. We can discuss things as we need, but that also means being able to manage your home life with your work life. So that's where we're at. We're working on our communication. We're working on being more tactful. That's where we currently stand. Daily updates on what we were able to get done and a weekly Friday meeting to discuss higher level issues. Are we perfect at it? Absolutely not. But slow progress is still progress. Coming up on our next episode of Thousand Miles. After starting to feel super overwhelmed, I decided I need a pep talk from a successful entrepreneur. Sometimes it's not, you don't want to overthink things sometimes because like entrepreneurship, if you overthink it, you won't go because it, it logically does not make a lot of sense. Like based on this conversation, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm cut out for this. But was it actually a pep talk? To learn more about Thousand Miles or our business, you can go to our website, dmsk.ca. I hope you like this podcast. And if you do, please subscribe, leave a rating and tell a friend too. It'll only take a second and will help me more than you realize. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, but before I go, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Deepamsurya, all one word. And I'll talk to you soon on our next episode of Thousand Miles. <laughs>